This is episode 111 of Relate on Becoming a Leader at Disney with Ray Fournier. We are spending more and more time in the online world, looking through our screens and increasingly disconnected with those around us. But studies have proven that it's real-life meaningful relationships that bring us the most joy and happiness. It's all about human connection and conversing with people from a variety of backgrounds. Worlds change when eyes meet. So let's sit down and relate. I am your host, Patrick McAndrew, and welcome to yet another episode of Relate. We have an exciting episode for you today. We are going to be getting an inside look into the Walt Disney Company, specifically Walt Disney World. Now, I am a huge Disney fan. I'm sure that there are many of you out there who love Disney's, whether it's the parks, whether it's the movies, whether it's the TV shows. Really, just Disney has a lot to offer, and we are speaking today with one of Walt Disney World's show producers. His name is Ray Fournier, and in this episode, Ray talks to us about how to be a great leader and why this is so important in the entertainment industry and why leadership is such a high value within the Walt Disney Company. Ray also gives us the inside scoop as to what the best things are about working for Disney. And he talks to us about what the Walt Disney legacy is. So if you're wondering, what's a Walt Disney legacy? Be sure to keep tuning in. Ray also talks about the importance of great storytelling and why this is so crucial for any business in their interaction with customers. And this brings me to the next point as well. We talk a lot about customer service in this episode and why specifically in the entertainment industry, it's so important to develop a relationship with your audiences, your relationships with your consumers, so that they keep coming back and that they continue to be engaged with the artistic community. Finally, Ray discusses the power of the arts and why the arts is so important in our world today. So please feel free to share this episode with somebody. Maybe you know someone who is a big fan of Disney. Feel free to send this episode their way. Share it, subscribe, leave a review on Apple Podcasts. I would love to hear your thoughts on this episode. So a little bit more about Ray. Ray Fournier has been a leader in the entertainment live event industry for nearly 35 years. He has 20 years of Disney production experience as a stage manager, production manager, and as I mentioned before, he is currently the show producer for the creative entertainment department with the Disney event group at Walt Disney World in Orlando. Ray is also active in the performing arts community and is currently the president of the board of directors for the Garden Theater, which is a nonprofit performing arts center in downtown Winter Garden, Florida. Ray's current project that is in development and due to come out later this year is co-host of the podcast The Rise, which is a focus on the arts and culture community in central Florida. 
And on top of all of this great experience, Ray is also a vocalist and is working on the launch of his big band, the Big Band Ray. So we have a lot of great information packed in this episode. I really hope you enjoy this one, everyone. So without further ado, let me please introduce Ray Fournier. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the show. Today's guest is Ray Fournier. Ray, thank you so much for being with us today. My pleasure, Patrick. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. I'm really actually very excited to have you on the show. You have this amazing career working in the entertainment industry, and and specifically now the work that you're doing at Walt Disney World Resorts is really this amazing inside look into this incredibly large and really influential entertainment company. And we have a lot of people who work within the entertainment industry who listen to this podcast. So I'm really excited to just have you on the show and and provide your story and perspective to uh, many of our listeners out there. So thanks so much for being here. Yeah, my pleasure. So I'm wondering if you could just start off by sharing with our listeners uh, a little bit about your background. What what was your career path and then what led you to working with Disney World? Yeah, since uh, I was a little kid, I wanted to be a performer. I wanted to sing and uh, it really, the arts from a young age helped me uh, with my school. And it just was a passion throughout high school I performed in, you know, the musicals and in choir and uh, being the youngest of nine kids uh, in a blue collar family, I, it, it helped me um, have the desire and drive to go to college, um, being one of the first in my family to go to the college, go to college. And I was lucky to um, be accepted at Western Michigan University in a group called Gold Company, an internationally known vocal jazz ensemble uh, under the direction of the late Dr. Steve Zagree. And that experience was um, an in-depth, really, seminar for four years on um, jazz. And I was just blown away. It really changed my my life. um, And I loved loved it. So um, I also am a performer uh, in theater. And after college, I wanted to be on Broadway. So I I did a lot of summer stock around the country. I worked for theme parks like Cedar Point Amusement Park and and during the summers of college, Uh, worked in Rye Playland, worked at Opryland, Fiesta Texas in San Antonio. And then after San Antonio, I decided to move to New York City, literally with $600 in my pocket and in debt. (laughs) Um, Dream and my education. My my degree is actually in communications and general business. Um, But I also say that I have a jazz studies degree just because it was five years of my life that I had an in-depth education in arts. So I was in New York and trying to make it on Broadway. You know, it's not an easy thing waiting in line for with 250 other people, all who could play the same role as you are, you can. And it was really taxing. It's it's hard work. And so I wanted to um, utilize my education 
and my love for the arts and entertainment. And I moved to Orlando, Florida. And luckily enough, I, I had a friend who was working here from Opryland and they were a, a production manager. And I interviewed and was accepted as a production assistant at Walt Disney World. And literally I was um, working with some of the most amazing producers and production managers every single day in the event industry, the event entertainment industry. And they taught me, they took me under their wing and they taught me from the ground up, um, number one, how to be a great leader. And number two, how, how to really put on an incredible event, um, Dis the Disney way, right? We make magic. And um, so that's kind of how I landed at Walt Disney World. I've been there for 20 years. I'm currently the show producer uh, for creative entertainment with the Disney event group. And yeah, this, that's where I am. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it's it's amazing to I'm, I'm sure it's amazing to, you know, kind of reflect back and see like how one thing led to the next. And I really, you know, just just being a, a fan of, of Disney and Disney World myself, just as someone who has who has seen the shows and just who has experienced so much within that world, you really are creating magic in a lot of ways. And I think that as show producer, you play a huge role in that. For those of our listeners out there who may not know what a show producer does, can you explain what this job entails? Sure. So my job is to lead the project, um, whatever project that is. So I work very closely with our creative directors, our show director on the creative um, and so that we have a vision and I, you know, I work within the Disney brand. So not only Disney and, um, but also Lucasfilm and Pixar and, um, Fox even. Um, so I lead the team, the, the creative team. So all the elements coming together from the ground up. So when you think about a show, um, the entertainment portion, you've got the stage, you've got the lighting, the audio, the video, what's going to be presented on the video and creating that content, the music production, the talent, whether it be singer, dancers, actors, a band, um, hosts, all of that comes together. Um, with magic. And really, that's my favorite part. It's like conducting an orchestra, right? And, um, and working with some amazing designers, too. Everything is designed. Every department, professional uh, designers are looking at the audio design, the lighting design, the video design. And it all comes together to create this amazing um, show for the guests. So that's, in a nutshell, that's kind of what I do. Yeah. And really, when you outline everything that way, especially for those people who aren't really accustomed to the entertainment industry, but have the the great privilege of being able to experience it or, or experience the, the products of that, it, it's really amazing just how much goes into a show or an experience. And especially 
when it comes to Walt Disney World, no matter where you're, you're at, whether it's in the parks or in the resort, like everything is is so experiential. And it, it really does feel like you're stepping into this other world. Just just given all of your years working at Walt Disney World, what, what would you say is the thing that you enjoy most about working there? And, and maybe what, what's a favorite memory of yours working at Walt Disney World? The best thing is the people. We have a culture at Disney that is amazing. Uh, we're, we believe in values of respect, integrity, and diversity, uh, inclusion, um, openness. So for me, it's the, the people at, at Disney that make the magic. And we're all, we all have the same vision of creating magical memories for our guests every single day. And when, when you're all in line with that purpose, then, you know, that's where the magic happens. So it doesn't matter whether you're in the entertainment piece or you're in the operation or you're in food and beverage or whatever department you're in. We all are there to make sure that our guests are having the most incredible vacation of their lifetime. So that that's the best thing that we're all on the same page um, and, and they're great people. So, and um, to work with some of the most talented designers and, and, and performers uh, and technical experts um, is really the, the most amazing thing about my job. There are so many memories that I have with the 20 years that I've been with Disney. Um, recently, just the last event really that I produced before COVID um, took over was our Legacy Awards, which is um, an honor for it's an internal event that we create around the world um, at, at at five of our different locations around the world. Um, and at Walt Disney World, uh, this is for a cast member and we call our employees cast members who are the top of the top, the top 1% of the best of the best. And they are nominated by their peers and they get awarded and we do a show. We put on a, a show for them. Uh, and it's just, it was amazing. We brought in Broadway performers and the legendary Disney legend, Jody Benson, who was the voice of the Little Mermaid. Um, so, oh, wow. Yeah, it was just, just such a great um, moment, a great event. And uh, we knocked it out of the park. Of course, it was also um, Bob Chapek, who was our new CEO of the Walt Disney Company, was speaking as well as our... Um, President Josh Demaro, uh, and then it just so happened that um, uh, just a week after that, they announced that um, Chapek was taking over as the president of the Walt Disney Company, and Josh was going to be the chairman of Parks and Resorts worldwide. So it was pretty cool. Wow. <laughs> That's amazing. Well, and, and just like just how you're speaking about the the people as well. Just being a a customer of of Disney World before in the past, like you, you really see that. I I think that that the customer service at Disney World is really some of the best that I have ever seen, and it's it, so much so that it amazes me a lot of the times. And and a lot of you know my my friends and family who have uh, had the opportunity to go to Disney as well are really just amazed at at the customer service. 
why why do you believe Disney regards customer service so highly compared to perhaps other theme parks or other entertainment companies? I think it all started back when Walt, you know, when he decided to build Disneyland and he um he, he you know wanted to have a place where families can come together and have an experience, you know, he was experiencing some other parks that you know, didn't showcase themselves to the best for, for the family. And so he wanted to create that space and he did. And so to this day, his legacy continues within every cast member at, at the parks um, because it's so important to have that experience that, you know, you know, if they're going to spend money to come to our parks, we need to make it the, the most uh, incredible vacation of their lifetime. And so when, when you're all on purpose and you all know that and you, and you, you know, want to create the magic, then it, it happens because you're, you're looking at the details and every touch point, every touch point from the moment, really you get off the plane in Orlando to your arrival at Walt Disney world, to your check-in, to your hotel room, to, you know, the, the transportation to the parks or all, every touch point is critical, and we've looked at all of that to make sure that you know if someone's having a you know some something happened to them in the parking lot, for instance, that you know changes their perception of what Disney is. We want to fix it, right? We don't want them to come to Walt Disney World and be you know upset about something. So we're going to do everything we can to to make that guest feel special, to make them know that we heard them if there if a problem does come up. Um and we're going to make it make it better because we all know that um we want to make this the best day or the best week of their lives. Well there was something that you said to while you were speaking about talking um, about purpose and intention and that all the cast members at Walt Disney World have this purpose and intention that's within the legacy of Walt Disney himself. And I, I guess like with that said, it must be with regards to the hiring process to bring people on to work for Disney World, no matter what the position might, you know, might be, I assume that that's a pretty intensive process that everybody takes very seriously because you want to make sure that you're bringing on people who are going to embody that overall purpose and intention. Yeah, absolutely. And it also takes great leadership, right? Whether, you know, you might have the qualities to be a great cast member at Disney, but it takes leaders to help train and to really, um, communicate the culture of what the company's brand is. Yeah. Yeah. And well, and you see, you see that in, in the <laughs> finished product as well. And something else you said too, about just the, the details that are taken into account, really the, the smallest things, it, it really is amazing just being someone experiencing that. And, and to, I guess to, to go off of that, do you think that this is why people are so drawn to Disney? Like, what, like, what do you feel is it, what is it about this imaginary atmosphere that's not only attractive to children, but also to adults as well? Yeah, I think customer service absolutely is, is there, but the foundation for us are, is storytelling, great storytelling, right? That's why we're here. Why, that's why Disney is such an amazing company. And so 
people all over the world are attracted to our stories. And so I think that's really the, the crust of it that, uh, you know, kids and adults um, around the world are just amazed at these amazing stories that we're able to share. Well, that actually leads me nicely to my next question with regards to, you know, not only just speaking of Walt Disney World, but Walt Disney is just this mega company that is in so many different facets, whether it be theater or, or film or, or, or television. And to, to go off your point of, of storytelling and just everyone being attracted to these stories, a lot of that, a lot of those stories come from the films that we see, the Disney films that we see, or, or perhaps we see uh, a show on Broadway that is produced by Disney. I guess to, to go off of that, how do you believe Disney builds relationships so effectively between its theme parks, its film studios, and its theatrical groups? Well, we have a synergy department that works between the different companies within the Walt Disney Company. So we we look for opportunities. You know, from from my business, um, you know, we have like we've created a Star Wars experience live event at Walt Disney World. So I'm working directly with the Lucasfilm team to make sure that we're staying on brand and that the live experience really matches what the filmmakers. Um, you know, intended. So, and that goes for also Pixar and Fox and the Disney brand. So, I, you know, it's the synergy that we have, which is, you know, the relationship and we look for opportunities um, with all of our businesses based on the stories that we tell. But also the company overall has these values that we all are on the same page with integrity. You know, imagine if Disney you know, did something that was, you know, we, we purchased products from a company that was, you know, doing something bad. You know, that is something that we do not put up with at all. It's all about integrity and doing the right thing with the company. So we all have those values of diversity and of respect, of integrity, that we um, are able to have these effective relationships um, between whatever department that you're working in or different company, whether it's Disney theatricals or it's Pixar or Lucasfilm or corporate or Disneyland versus Hong Kong Disneyland. Um, we all have the same values of, you know, working in a respectful relationship. It's really, really critical how we do business internally. Um, within just Walt Disney World too. There's so many other different departments that I work with. Um, so not, not only the Walt Disney Company, but just here at Walt Disney World, we have got so many different departments. We're 40 square miles, four theme parks, uh, two water parks, an entertainment complex called Disney Springs, ESPN, Wide World of Sports, uh, multiple resorts with convention centers. It's, it's massive. And there are a lot of different departments there. So effective relationship building is absolutely critical to my role and every role within the Disney company. Yeah. And, and uh, like, I can't imagine just how much goes into 
not only maintaining everything that Disney maintains, whether it's the, you know, the look of the parks or, or the rides or just the various attractions, but then also the, the creation of these things as well. To go back to what you said before about working with Lucasfilms to create this, the Star Wars land, really this kind of inspired another question that, that how, how do you, as a show producer, play a part in, in creating these worlds? How, how do you play a role in, the, in, in originating it so that it is true to not only Disney and the Disney values and integrity, but then also to like, for example, the Star Wars films or to the Pixar films? Well, I work really closely with the creative directors and, and as a team, the producer, show producer and creative um, directors work with each of those brands to make sure that we're, you know, we're on target with what the story is and how we communicate from a film into a live event. So um, I think it's really uh, working with the creative. My, my role here is to just move the process along, working with the team of designers, making sure we're all on the same page from a vision perspective. But the creative director is really driving um, what it's going to look like, what the story is going to be. You know, we work with writers as well. And so I, I am involved, um, but the creative director really takes the lead in writing the story. Well, it's to kind of go off what you said earlier, too, is like, you know, even even while the, the, the creative director is kind of like the head of how the story is being told, it's uh, it's fascinating just how many facets are within the story to make the story come to life really and to make it seem like as a uh, visitor of Walt Disney World that you're actually like in this world and actually experiencing what what you're seeing it's it it's some it's like a, it's an experience that I, I feel like everyone should experience if they have the opportunity to mm-hmm. I'll share one story I was working on Frozen Summer Fun, which was a summer event happening at the Disney Hollywood Studios. And, and the creative director said, it needs to snow. We need, you know, we need a cool blast. It was a, um, with Olaf and he was having, it was called Summer, I forgot the name of the show, but Olaf was on stage outdoors at the hub at the Hollywood studios and he wanted the audience to have a cool blast, like almost frozen blast coming out at the audience. <laughs> and it's summer in Florida. So we're talking 95 degree weather and heat in the, in no shade. So we worked with um, our effects team to come up with what that plan was. Right. And uh, we, we ended up, um, and also a really tight turnaround because we were coming out of Star Wars weekends and literally we had two nights to turn it over into frozen summer fun. And that <laughs> oh my gosh. Day, the press was coming on that opening day of, we had a new parade, we had a new fireworks show, we had the, the show, uh, the sing-along show, and we had this Olaf show. So it was a big, you know, turnover. And uh, during the install, the company that we hired to do this effect where it was LN2 was the, the effect where it would blow out into the audience. This white uh, cold air would hit the audience and refresh them at the end, which was 
a lot of fun. <laughs> um, the, that we actually brought on was out of Chicago and it, it wasn't working. They, you know, they were struggling and we did a test prior months and months. We did a test and it worked and everything was fine. But when you actually had to turn it around and you only had two nights to do it and it didn't work. So we had to call in some, uh, some local uh, people here in Orlando that saved the day and um, made it happen. Um, but it was pretty cool to actually uh, do something that, you know, we were struggling with, you know, from the creative perspective, you want us to do what, how are we going to do that? And so part of my job was to lead that effort to work with uh, the, the professionals to come up with what that plan was going to be and how we were going to do it. Wow. And I imagine that you must have those sort of situations happening all of the time too, because there is always so much going on at Disney World. Yep. Yep. It's all about planning. So you try to do your best. Like I said, we did a test. It was important to make sure that we could do this. Um, so yeah, you try to mitigate it as much as possible so that when you're loading things in, everything goes smoothly. Uh, you try, you look at everything and I, I'm constantly doing this is looking, okay, what's going to go wrong? What is the risk that could happen, you know, that we don't know about, right? And so we do a risk analysis. We do a safety analysis of going into things. Why are, you know, one of our highest priorities, our highest priority is safety for our guests and our cast. So we're always looking at that and uh, it's really critical. Would you say that you have a favorite park or resort within Walt Disney World? Just having been there for so long, is there a specific park or resort that you favor over all the others? I think they're all unique and they all have great, uh, great attractions. So um, I don't think I have a favorite. I, of course, the Magic Kingdom was the first and that's the magic. Um, I, I also love Epcot and the amazing uh, countries and around World Showcase and all the talent and entertainment that happens there on a nightly basis. So I, I think they all are amazing. Animal Kingdom, too. It's like Animal Kingdom is amazing um, what they're doing there. And it's just really exciting to be a part of. Why do you believe it's important to build deep relationships with your customers so that they keep coming back? This kind of goes back to what we were talking about a little bit with customer service. But I find that, I, I mean, I guess, is it just an extension of customer service? Because I find that that people who work at Disney World, they really even like ever almost every single employee basically are always looking to go the extra mile and is that a lot of times in the hope that those families or people will come back for for multiple visits in the future absolutely absolutely we're we're you know building relationships with our guests and our clients are critical to our success we want them to return we want them to remember us for not only having the most amazing vacation of their lifetime, but just um, remembering the way they felt when they were here, when they were communicating with the cast members. Um, so building relationships is critical for any business, but for ours, we're, we're you know, dedicated to making sure that we deliver on that. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, at least in my experience, Disney absolutely <laughs> delivers. So I, I give it uh, 10 stars <laughs> from my opinion. I, I know, Ray, that in, in addition to all the amazing work that you do with Walt Disney World and with the Disney company in general, you also do a lot of other entertainment work within Central Florida. And this this brings me to, to my next topic. A, a big reason why we connected with each other is because you're planning an upcoming podcast that you're doing and that you were telling me briefly about that sounds very exciting. I'm wondering if you could just share with our listeners a little bit about your podcast. Sure. Yeah. I'm in the early stages. We're launching in the fall, but it's called The Rise, um, The Rise Podcast, um, really uh, uh, about the arts and culture community of Central Florida. And not only just here in Central Florida, which is amazing, by the way, 50 years ago when Disney came in, we were all about uh, citrus and cattle. And now 50 years later, we have this arts, um, these arts organizations that are just amazing. And like we have a ballet, we have the new Dr. Phillips Performing Arts Center. We have the Shakes um, uh, the Shakespeare, the Rep, the Garden Theater, and I'm actually the president of the board of directors of the Garden Theater, which is in Winter Garden, Florida. Uh, we do theater. Uh, we're opening with Hello Dolly, hopefully uh, at the end of August. Um, and so the arts is really important to me. Uh, the arts changed my life, my, the direction of my life. It allowed me to pursue my education and pursue my dream and to be working for Walt Disney World. So um, I love the arts. And um, this podcast is really uh, a love letter and to showcase to the world what an amazing area Central Florida is in regards to the arts and what a great place to live. So I, I, I'm excited to be um, you know, learning more about these different organizations, working with the United Arts of Central Florida and um, and also opening up a conversation with not only Central Florida community, but other communities around the world who are dealing with uh, some of the same things that we're dealing with in regards to COVID-19 and where we're going and open up, opening up a larger conversation about the arts and how vital they are to our lives. Yeah, to, to go off of that, just given your career as well as your podcast, how do you believe the arts can really fuel change and inspire the world at large? Well, like I said, the arts changed my life and um, telling stories, you know, bringing community together, especially now, you know, with what the world's going through, um, being able to share stories on a stage in an environment where groups come together to you know, learn and understand and laugh and cry. Um, that's important in life. That's you know, critical to our lives. And a lot, of pe- a lot of people don't realize how important the arts are in our lives. You, know, you can go to work every single day and you know, pound the pavement. And you know, it's just, for me, it's what makes m- me tick. Um, and I believe that it helps communities, you know, the conversation with communities right now is what we need. We need to be, um, 
working with each other and by telling stories on stage, I think really that makes a difference and it can transform communities. Like, you know, thinking of our garden theater in Winter Garden, we're, thir- we're about to start our 13th season, but we changed a community. The economic impact to this small little town in Winter Garden um, is nearly $4 million dollars in addition to the ticket sales that we're selling at the theater that transforms communities. 10 years ago, we didn't have all the restaurants and um, the amazing farmer's market that happens every Saturday. Um, And a lot of people coming to downtown, it literally transformed a community. And I know that it can transform other communities in Orlando here too. We have the new Dr. Phillips performing arts center, which is gorgeous, beautiful, um, similar to, you know, New York's Lincoln Center. And, you know, we have a ballet, we have the Philharmonic, the Orlando Philharmonic, and all of the touring shows that come in to town. And the economic impact there is also huge. So I think arts can transform lives. And it, it happened to me personally, but also I have seen it happen with communities and how it can transform communities as well. Yeah, I would absolutely agree with you on that. It's really empowering and inspiring to see the lasting impact that the arts can have both in the moment, but then also in the long run as well. So Ray, thank thank you so much for joining us on this podcast. I, I really appreciate you coming on the show, sharing your story and sharing your career, as well as all the amazing work that you've done at Disney, as well as throughout, you know, other portions of your career as well. So thank you so much. And I I also really just appreciate the work that you do as well. Uh, I really appreciate just the integrity to use your word, the integrity, the values as well that you bring to the arts and that you bring to the Disney company as well. It's, it's very apparent that you are a, a powerful representation of what the Disney company stands for. And so I appreciate you sharing that with us and taking the time to be on the show today. Thank you, Patrick. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Before heading out, I'm wondering if we could just share with our listeners where they could find out more information about you and your work. Well, we're, um, we, we do have the, the Rise podcast coming out, um, which I don't have our website yet, but I'd love to get that to you. Um, and then on LinkedIn, you can find me as well. Perfect. Great. Well, I'll make sure to include links to that Uh, in our show notes. So listeners out there, just head on over to the show notes and click those links provided. One last question for you, Ray. How can we as a society better relate to one another? Hmm. Well, like I said, values is important. So have integrity, be respectful of one another, listen. Um, One of my favorite uh, classes in, in college was group discussion and the roles that we play within groups, being the leader, being a devil's advocate, being a lieutenant. Um, So for me, working together in groups and um, having a respectful conversation, listening, um, I think is really critical and for relationships 
and building relationships. And really my, my job at Disney is all about relationships and building relationships. And I believe that every job, no matter what you do, it's critical to your success. And you have to be able to have empathy, to listen, to understand, and to, you know, also share your viewpoint and respectfully. And then, you know, you come to a consensus and you move forward. Yes, yes. I, I I couldn't agree more with that. So, Ray, thank you so much again for joining us on the show. It's my pleasure. Thanks, Patrick. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Relate. You can let me know your thoughts on this episode by going to Apple Podcasts and leaving me a review. Or if you have the Anchor app, feel free to call in and leave a voicemail. I would love to hear from you. You can support this podcast by clicking the link in the show notes. Thank you so much again for tuning in, and I'll catch you all in the next episode.